Welcome to the Illuminating Primary Care Podcast, a general practice podcast brought to you by Menlo Park Recruitment. Illuminating Primary Care is here to quiz primary care leaders to offer professional knowledge, experience and insight on the biggest topics in general practice. It's the podcast to listen to if you work in primary care. Welcome to the Illuminating Primary Care Podcast. Hi there, and welcome to the Illuminating Primary Care podcast, brought to you by Menlo Park Recruitment. I'm your host, Kirsty Morris. I'm a senior consultant at Menlo Park, and I'm joined by my guest, Juliet Norton. Juliet is the managing partner at Greensand Health Centre in Maidstone, and she's been the managing partner for eight years, working with a very dynamic GP partnership. Juliet originally trained as an accountant before becoming a practice manager and then on to be a managing partner. So Juliet, welcome. Hi Kirsty, thanks for having me. Uh, you are very welcome. Uh, we've obviously spoken about this topic for a little while now and obviously it's finally coming to fruition. Um, Greensand Health is moving into a fabulous new building with some very different, very interesting facilities. Uh, so today, Juliet will be sharing some insight into quite how unique their new building will be. Uh, so firstly, uh, Juliet, can you tell me a little bit more about the new premises that you're moving into? Yeah, so as a team, we're very excited. We, we are um, hopefully collecting the keys in about three weeks time, which is very exciting for us. Um, it's um, a brand new, huge building, about four times the size of what we're currently used to. Um, and we're hoping that it's going to give the patients and the staff a different experience when they arrive. Um, so, um, for example, within the ground floor waiting area, um, there is a community cafe that's going to be run. We've also looked at having some therapy gardens, as well as some safe spaces for the staff to be able to go at lunchtime, have a quiet space or, or, or slightly noisier, busier um, staff room. <clears throat> Absolutely fantastic. Um, and when was this idea born and, and what were the challenges? So um, it was actually in the job advert from when I applied. It actually said, get us a new building in the job advert. So it's actually been eight years in the making. I mean, it, it took a long time for us to get it off the ground. We needed to find some land locally that you know we could then build on, make an application to the council and apply for funding, um, etc. So it has been a very long time from that first the first knock on the door to find the land to actually picking up the keys in a few weeks time so and um, the the project always wanted to be we always wanted it to be different we always wanted it to look and feel different we wanted to create a space that was big enough for us to to welcome patients into rather than feel that like we were pushing them away all the time. So this this um, space is not going to look like a GP surgery, I hope. Um, and hopefully it's not going to feel like one either. Although obviously there'll be areas, you know, for people that are really poorly that don't want to interact with the busier part of the practice. Um, we are hoping that it does look and feel different to the norm. Definitely, yes. You mentioned no NHS blue to me before. So what's no. your colour scheme? <laughs> so, yeah, so we've actually gone um, a little bit wild, literally. So our surgery building is on the green sand way. Um, and so the walls and the colours have, have all been taken from four particular plants along the green sand way. 
Um, so we brought those into the colours of all the fabrics of the building. So um, we've gone purple, mustard, teal and violet. Um, and then we've got photographs that have been taken from the plants on the Greensand Way, which are going to be blown up and used as wayfinding um, down the corridors. So you'll kind of follow the pink thistle to the to the room, that kind of thing. You'll follow the lavender to a different area of the building. So a little bit different. Yeah, fantastic. And obviously, the you know, you've mentioned the sort of GP breakout areas as well, mm. um, some social, some non-social. Can you tell me a little bit more about those? Yeah, so um, we've got um, a nice big staff room, which is going to be great. So they're a, a nice relaxed area for staff to be able to move away from patient facing areas at lunchtime and after work in, into these areas. We've also got a breakout room and library, which we're going to use as a quiet space. So for anybody that wants to go and take a sandwich and read a book at lunchtime, there'll be a nice quiet space. But actually, if you want to do something, um, a bit busier and mingle with your colleagues a bit more. We've actually got a pool table and a table tennis table all set up in the staff room. So we're hopefully encouraging staff to come in and mingle and kind of chat and 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 just to relax during the break times. For sure. I mean, from a well-being perspective um, for the team, I mean, it, it's, it's just going to be completely life-changing for them, I would have thought. Oh, oh, completely. I mean, we've got two sites. One site um, doesn't have a staff breakout room or staff room or anything in the whole building. So, um, And then our smaller site has got a kitchen area. But that's it, you know, for, for 50 staff, that, that's it, one tiny little table for four. So this is going to be in complete contrast. And I'm really hoping that it's going to really help people and buoy people up. That actually, they're not sitting in their cars at lunchtime or disappearing off. They're all going to come together and kind of relax and kind of put a few things to rest and be ready to get on with the afternoon session. Yeah, yeah. And I know you socialise quite a lot outside of work as well. You genuinely get on really, really well as a as a group. We do. It's 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 such a fantastic team. And I know that's easy just to sit and say, you know, oh yes, it's a really fantastic team, but it it really is. And we do like spending time together. We have recently been to Mamma Mia party night at the O2, which was amazing. Um, um but we also um get together on a Friday evening after work as well. So kind of put to bed what's happened in the week and really start the weekend you know off on a positive note by putting the worlds to rights on a Friday over a glass of wine or some cheese and then off we go home Ah, yeah yeah I bet I bet Um, and certainly from a patient perspective as well you've always spoken about delivering a service to your patients rather Mm -hmm. than just kind of dealing with their ailments as it were can you tell me a little bit more about the patient involvement uh, with the new Mm -hmm. practice So um, we put out a survey a little while ago for patient volunteers to come forward. Um, And actually, I was really overwhelmed with how many of them actually came forward. And we've been meeting on a weekly basis and they've come up with all kinds of ideas um, that we're going to run with in the new surgery. So um, uh, we've got somebody that's going to be doing Christmas wreath making. We've got a knit and natter group in the making. We've got a bike and a beer group already kind of happening and being put together, as well as um, uh, one chap is really keen on doing walks for um, for carers um, and uh, and maybe doing some fundraising around um, for for the patients that have got dementia so that their carers can have time out so we can o- offer to support them with some respite care so really really trying to look at look at things differently 
than than the norm. And I'm so lucky that I've got this patient group that are uh, ha- have volunteering their time and coming in and you know supporting us with this mission to be different. It's lovely, yeah, and it's it's got to be completely beneficial for their mental health, physical health. So, just on a general perspective, you're just helping the health of the the um, general community. Yeah, and and there there is there is um, a strong leaning towards social issues, and you know I'm hoping that with these fantastic patients that have come together, and that the amazing team that we have, that together we're going to be able to achieve some you know some really good stuff, and actually not just keep talking about it, actually do it now, actually put this into place. Yeah, yeah, it's it sounds very very different to the norm. Uh, do you think there's ever a time where it will become commonplace in general practice to have this sort of um, site and facilities? I I really hope so. I mean, we were kind of thinking up these ideas long before PCNs and ours support staff, you know, with the um, social prescribers and the care coordinators, um, because otherwise we wouldn't have these in our building building now. But um, I do hope that it becomes more normal for 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 these kinds of facilities to be made available to the patients because also I think it helps the staff kind of move away from the drudgery of just seeing 10 patients every 10 minutes and actually they've got places that they can signpost people into you know uh, for social issues and um, I think for them for the staff as well this is it's much more holistic healthcare, isn't it It's, it's bringing it all together just in a slightly different way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. And I know you've always had 15 minute appointments. It just really helps. Um, you can really see the, the sort of patient that you want, to, the sort of practice that you wanted to be. And now that you can be, I guess, with the yeah. new site. Yeah. I think yeah, finally, it's starting to come together. And it has, we have been waiting for this site to, to be finished. And we've waited such a long time. But actually, now it is the time that we can actually uh, put all of these plans, all of these ideas into into action, and and start start being different. We we look going to definitely look different, and I want us to feel different. But I think by doing things differently, the staff are motivated as well to be part of a, a change a change in the way we do things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, and I believe you're looking to a point now. Uh, the list size is growing. Um, you'll need to further recruit. So. What would you say to GPs who are potentially considering their options at the moment? I I would say that it's really important um, rather than just to look for a job that's close to home. You know, look at the practice. Is it does it meet your values? Is it, it are you know? Is it going to be longer term? You know, there's nothing worse than people joining and leaving in quite quick succession. You know, actually does is what the practice offering as a whole is that something that you believe in you know um, we're really looking for somebody that um, really supports the whole holistic view um, you know view on on how to manage things Um, we really want somebody that will be embedded as part of our team no we don't want you to have to come to Mamma Mia if that's not really your thing Um, but actually you know we are we have grown such an amazing team and such a good environment that we want somebody that's going to come and and fit in with that kind of family environment that we've created Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. much more than just turning up and seeing your patients in 10 minute slots and going home you know I, I feel it, it I feel what we're offering is is much more than that 
For sure. It certainly sounds like it. Mm -hmm. um, and what would you say are the next steps for the practice? What, what do you want, you want to get your teeth stuck into next? To be honest, I'm so excited. I don't, I don't, really, I don't really know where to start. I mean, I mean, at the moment, I've got three weeks until we start the big move and we start moving everybody in. But actually, um, once I've done that, it really will be a strong focus on um, on the customer service. How we're going to improve? Um, how we interact with the patients? I know we're not going to please everybody all of the time, um, but actually, we I really want to start making sure that our customer service levels are continually on the up. But also that all the projects and all the ideas that we have talked over, that we actually start putting those things into practice. And um, the new surgery also has uh, two trainee rooms and a, and a GP trainer. And we don't have a GP trainer at the moment that's ready to go. So anybody that, you know, would be looking to, to move into that kind of role, we have a whole suite ready and waiting for you. <laughs> ah, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, thank you so much for, for sharing all of that with me. Um, it does sound incredible. I can't wait to see it in all its glory. Uh, and I'm sure you'll be sending over the photographs when ready. I can't wait to show it to you, Kirsty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Juliet. Um, it's really appreciated. Um, and yeah, I look forward to seeing it in all its glory. Thank you, Kirsty. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Illuminating Primary Care Podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe, review and share so others can find the podcast too. We really appreciate your support. If you're a practice looking to recruit permanent clinicians, such as GPs, nurses or allied health staff, please get in touch at menloparkrecruitment.com or email james at menloparkrecruitment.com. For daily primary care news, please follow Menlo Park Recruitment on LinkedIn. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you'll join us next time for another episode of the Illuminating Primary Care Podcast.